0: the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. The Torah reveals God's heart for his chosen people and his desire to draw near to those who will eventually be called to enter the new covenant. He shows his love by making a way for a foreigner and an alien to be accepted and embraced by his people, so that they can also share the blessings of the future church. He does not want his people to hold any grudge or prejudice against them, but to remember their own history of being strangers in Egypt. The Torah is unique. Among other ancient Near Eastern law codes, such as the Ishinah, Hammurabi, and Assyria, And that it commands his people to love the foreigner and the alien as themselves, not to just avoid harming them, but to treat them as one of their own. In today's first reading from Exodus chapter 22 verses 20 through 26, God warns his people not to oppress or abuse them, but to identify with them, saying, you shall not molest or oppress the alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. He also threatens to punish them, just as he did the Egyptians, if they caused any widow or orphan to cry out to him, in the same way that his people called out to him while they were still being treated harshly as slaves in Egypt, saying, If ever you wrong them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry, my wrath will flare up, and I will kill you with the sword. Then your own wives will be widows and your children orphans. This section of social laws also explains how some of the social laws in today's first reading reflect God's care for the poor among His people. These laws prohibit charging interest on loans to the poor and require returning their cloak as collateral before nightfall. The reason for these laws is that the poor are already in a difficult situation and charging interest would only compound the matter. The cloak is also the poor person's most valuable possession because it is their only source of warmth at night. These laws show that God does not want creditors to exploit the poor, but to treat them with compassion and respect. The laws also echo other laws in Deuteronomy, that protect the rights of debtors and limit the power of creditors. In today's second reading from First Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 5 through 10, we see how the Apostle Paul commends this community of converts from paganism for following the example of the apostles and of the Lord. Even though they face many hardships through their perseverance and faith, they have become a model for all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. They are the living witnesses of the power and of the glory of God. So much that Paul does not need to preach the word of God in other places because the word of God in Thessalonians speaks louder than his words. In this way, the converse love of God is so strong that it is helping their neighbors in other cities and countries. In today's gospel reading from Matthew, chapter 22, verses 34 through 40, Jesus emphasizes the connection between the love of God and the love of neighbor that we find in Exodus and in 1 Thessalonians. He teaches us that the love of God that has been given to us should overflow from our hearts and reach out to those who need it most. A Pharisee tried to challenge Jesus by asking, Teacher, Which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus replied, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law And the prophets depend on these two commandments. Jesus shows us that the law of God is not just a set of rules, but a way of life that transforms us from within. If we love God with our whole being, then we will also love our neighbors as ourselves because God's love lives in us and makes us a blessing for others. As a living work of today's theme, one way that the liturgy of the Catholic Mass reveals itself as being a divine good is by inviting us to align our whole being with God so that we might be like God in the world. The liturgy not only teaches us and moves us to pray and confess with our heart, mind, and tongue, but also shapes our bodily postures by having us stand and sit and kneel before God so that we might physically reflect the internal work that God is doing in us. Moreover, God himself, through the Holy Spirit, comes to dwell in us as the Holy Eucharist, transforming us into what we have received, not in vain, but so that when we are sent forth from the liturgy, through the Etta Missa s, we might be a blessing to those who we meet and not only them, but that our love might be a powerful and compelling witness of God's power that will draw people near and far to know that God is real and that he loves us more than we can ever imagine. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.